Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I, Pastor Pete Norris, am excited to be with you today and just to get an opportunity to share the Word of the Lord. You know, so many people are sick today. So many people are dealing with a lack of faith, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the Word of God, and we've all heard that in, in uh, Romans 10 and 17. But I want, I want you to see something here in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. It was the plan of the Father that every believer should know what Peter tells us in who in his own self bear our sins in his body upon the tree, that we, having died unto sin, might live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. He wants us to know that when he laid our sins and sicknesses upon Jesus, Jesus bore them away. It was to end that sin and disease should no longer have dominion over us. He wants us to know in the second place that sickness and disease do not belong in the family of God. If there should be any sickness among us, it is because of our low state of knowledge of your rights and privileges in our redemption. It is due to a lack of knowledge of the fact that God, by laying our diseases upon Christ, has settled the disease problem in redemption. We should be as free from the fear of sickness as we are from the, the, from the con- condemnation of sin. Both are of the adversary. At the new birth, sins are all remitted. The sin nature is displaced by the nature of God. Disease leaves with sins. So the Father can see no sickness in the new creation. He put it all on Christ. Now I want you to get a hold of that. So the Father can see no sickness in the new creation. He put it all on Christ. When we recognize the fact that our diseases was laid on Christ and that He bore our diseases in His own body on the tree and that by His stripes you were healed, you were healed, it will be the end of the dominion of disease in our lives. By this knowledge of is of no value until your heart says, Surely he bore my sicknesses or my diseases and my pains, and by his stripes I am healed. Just as though you were only sick person in the world. The word is like God. The word is eternal. It cannot be destroyed. You know, in first Kings chapter eight, verse fifty six, he says, Not one word will fall to the ground unfulfilled. So the Bible says that he told in Jeremiah chapter 1, he said, I watch over my word to make it good. In other words, he's wanting to perform that word and make that word good because the word is like God. It's eternal. If there's no beginning or no ending to anything, then it's eternal. So we know that the word of God, there's no beginning and no end because Jesus said, I am the first and the last, the beginning and the end, and, and I am the alpha and the omega, which is the first letter and the leaf and taff, which is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So we understand that the word brought man into being. Now he is building himself into man through the word. Now I want to read that again. His word brought man into being. Now he is building himself into man through the word. The word is a part of himself and it is this self that is changing the conduct of believers and bringing them to harmony with himself. He shares himself with us. He gives us his nature in the new creation. He makes himself one with us. We are united with him in the new birth. We are to take advantage of this union. His nature gives us new ability, new wisdom, and we must take advantage of it. His strength is ours. His life is ours. His health is ours. His ability is ours. Disease is Satan's work. 
When you tell anyone of it, you glorify Him. You ignore the fact that God laid the disease upon Jesus and He put it away. The Word says that you are healed. God used acting on the Word. So what is the value of your confession? How powerful is what you say out of your mouth? we got to understand that it's necessary that there be a continual confession of our redemption from Satan's dominion and that He no longer rules us with condemnation nor fear of disease. We hold fast to this confession as a confession is Satan's defeat. We believers do not ask to be healed because we have been healed. We do not ask to be made righteous because we have been made righteous. We do not ask to be redeemed for our redemption is an absolute fact. Now that's a powerful revelation. I want to read that again. We believers do not ask to be healed because we have been healed. We do not ask to be made righteous because we have been made righteous. We do not ask to be redeemed for our redemption is an absolute fact. In the mind of the Father, we are perfectly healed and perfectly free from sin because He laid our diseases and our sins upon His Son. His Son was made sin with our sins. He was made sick with our diseases. In the mind of Christ, we are perfectly healed because He can remember when He was made sin with our sins and when he was made sick with our sicknesses. He remembers when he put our sin and our diseases away. In the mind of the Holy Spirit, we are absolutely free from both. For he remembers when Christ was made sin and when he was made sick. He remembers when he was raised Jesus from the dead. Christ was free from our sin and from our sicknesses. Both have been put away before his resurrection. Christ was free from our sin and our sicknesses. Both have been put away before his resurrection. The word declares that by his stripes we were healed. The whole problem is our recognition of the absolute truthfulness of that word. It is, it is not good taste to ask him to heal us for he has already done it. The truth came with a shock when I first saw this. He declared that we are healed, therefore we are. The only problem now is to get in perfect harmony with His Word. If He declares we're healed, then our part is to thank Him for this work He has already accomplished. That's the beauty of grace.